to episode 116 of Divided by Werewolves. Uh, Mitch and I are here, and uh, we are doing a... It's not so much a special episode. It's a couple days early, because we have a couple of mm. movies uh, that uh, are coming out on video on demand or are already out, and we wanted to uh, kind of talk about them uh, to coincide with uh, when they came out. So this yep. show will... Uh, take the place of the normal Monday morning. But now instead of like starting your work week with us, you get to start your weekend with us. Yeah, go ahead and ruin that weekend. I Hell mean, yeah, have a drink. The, I know I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know your boy's drinking. Hell yeah. If you're driving to work, it's fine. You're not even driving <laughs> yeah, to work. Right. Driving to work walking down the hall to whatever makeshift hut you've put together for work mm-hmm. doesn't count mm-hmm. as driving. So you can totally drink <laughs> when you're walking Absolutely. There. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. Um, So my mom texted me last, uh, two days ago, three days ago, and she's like, um, they're opening up COVID vaccine appointments on Thursday at like 11, 8.30 a.m. Her time was 9.30 my time. Mm -hmm. She's like, would you be able to help me get a vaccine? And I was like, sure. So I said, just send me the details. (laughs) Love my mom. Uh, she's 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 much better than a lot of seniors I know with technology. Um, so, but she, she takes a picture of the letter and just sends it to me, mm. and then takes a, and then and then she takes a picture of, of a couple of sticky notes with availability dates. But the first sticky note was when my sister was not available to bring her, and then the second sticky note was when somebody else was available to bring her. So I was like, I don't. What the fuck am I? <laughs> reading so, <laughs> right uh, like i don't know how to put these two pieces of information together so anyway so i called her we chatted about it and she's just like i don't like i figure because i had to offer it i said i had asked her before because my my mom is a uh, she's a breast cancer survivor so you know she was kind of wary at first as to whether or not she should get the vaccine because her doctor was just sure. like you know what mm, you might want to let other folks take up a stab at it first so but then once mm. you know it started getting more widespread. I asked her, hey, are you going to get it? And she's like, I want to, but I can't get an appointment. And I said, all right, well, if it opens up, because in Chicago they were doing it all based on the county, and her county wasn't doing it, and you couldn't just, like, put in, you couldn't just, like, drive, not like here in Florida, where you could come from Canada and get a vaccine as long (laughs) as you're willing to come back four weeks later. Um, So they were all doing it based on zip code, and her county wasn't doing whatever. I said, hey, you know, if you need help, let me know. So, um, so she's like, you know, I don't, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. Like you, you know, I, I figured, you know, you, you've already, you know, you would know how and all this other stuff. And I said, yeah, I'll, mm. I'll you know, we'll, I'll do it. Don't worry about it. And I kind of was going through the site and I was like, um, I said, oh yeah, it looks like you can like, cause you had to answer a bunch of questions first and then it would bring, bring up the page of like, um, vaccination sites. And then you could right. just refresh that page. And I was like, oh, you can answer the questions first and then just refresh this page. And she's like, okay, good, good, good. She's like, okay, like, how do I refresh the page? <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, this ought to go well. So sure enough, this, this morning, you know, 9.30, my, I actually took time off. No, I didn't take time off work. I blocked off my calendar. I told my boss, hey, I got to get my mom an appointment. And sure enough, like... And my mom goes, don't, she's like, don't worry, though, because the letter says that the sites will be able to handle the people making an appointment. And I was like, mm. uh-huh. 
<laughs> Your boy's been trying to get a PS5 for what three months, four months now. Like, okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Pretty sure ZocDoc is not going to be better scaled than Amazon.com, but whatever. <laughs> sure enough, they were not. Uh, so you know, it was just kind of refreshing, refreshing. It would keep asking all the same questions. So I was just about to give up. I was like, because this point it had been like twenty five minutes, and I thought, well, for sure they're all gone. And then doesn't the fucking thing pop up? And I was like, mm. okay, great. So I pick a date, and they're like, nah, son, you can't pick that date. Okay, fine. I pick another date. They're like, nah, you can't pick that date. So I pick another date, and they're like, you can have that date. I was like, great. Hit book appointment. They're like, nah, you can't have that date. I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so I finally went. It's exactly out. buying a PS5. <laughs> exactly. So I went out like as far as I could, and grabbed the date, and then it said, okay, yeah, you're kind of confirmed, whatever. And then immediately another block of earlier dates opened up, and I was like, wait, who, who, who releases dates? further out first mm. and then the <laughs> new like what this is the worst concert ticket website i've ever <laughs> they're like hey do you want to see pearl jam in 2025 i got tickets for you cool and then you buy them and then they're like what about tomorrow wait what no i wanted to <laughs> like, sorry dog you already bought a ticket <laughs> can't help you out yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be playing down the road from you tomorrow night but appreciate yeah, I... that long-term support son <laughs> But I, you know, the whole time, so then, you know, I, you know, so then I, you know, let her know, and she's like, she called me, and she's like in tears, and she's like, I'm so happy, she's like, and her point, and mine as well, was that, how are seniors supposed to do this? Like, we are, we are making this available to the individuals with the least amount of confidence and technical know-how necessary to navigate this convoluted, fucked up system of various you know sites and appointment apps and and i mean i don't i mean it it just it i i just i mean don't get me wrong it's it's definitely you know the the rate at which we're getting shots in arms has has climbed considerably Mm. since the adults took over but it's still like ridiculous that this is how we're getting yeah people like we're we're telling them oh and they said oh there was a phone number you could call like that would work like they're not going to get just completely crushed with phone calls and they're just that's just going to be someone on the other end of the phone using the same system that we were all using and if and if it's like our hospital the they're using volunteers Mm -hmm. most of whom are also seniors Mm -hmm. trying to figure out these things because i know when i got my second shot i had an appointment and I arrived at my scheduled time, mm. and there was a line in front of the building. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess they're behind. I'll get in line. And I stood there for, like, a long time. And finally I was like, I, like my appointment was, like, 20 minutes ago, and I'm mm-hmm. still, like, 19 people back. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk in and just ask because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like an asshole either way. Yeah. You know, like. Might as well get assholes who gets your shot. <laughs> Right. It's like they've set this time for me to go in and and I've not been in. So they're like, where the fuck is he? At the same time, if they're swamped, they're like, who the fuck does he think he is trying Mm -hmm. to cut? But I didn't know what to do. And so and so I walked in. And so apparently the line was was people who didn't have appointments who were just hoping to get a shot. 
And yeah. So I was 20 minutes late to my appointment, but that's, that's how badly things are communicated. Uh, and I'm not elderly. I'm not a senior. So it's like, I mean, I'm close. If the, if my mailbox is any indication, you know, (laughs) every fucking day (laughs) to sign up for these things. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's handled. The shots are being handled about as well as the, remote schooling for the children was handled. Oh my god, a yeah. Lack of fucking yeah. information and like yep. it's 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 just as aggravating. Yeah. Yeah. And you know when you when you mentioned that about when you went for your second shot, they had a similar situation here. So my mom said to me, "Well, do I have to go through this whole thing again when I make get my second shot?" And I said, "I don't I don't know." I said like when so my wife's parents live in the same county that my wife and I do. And in that situation, they said, look, we'll call you a week before you're supposed to get your second shot. And then we'll tell you when to come. Mm. But there are other counties where they're just like, yeah, just show up. And it was the same situation where you're talking about that. All these people showing up to get shots and then all these people showing up to get their second shot. And then they would run out and the people with trying to get their second shot are like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You know, mm-hmm. I, I have to get this now. And, and my mom said that's kind of where they are, at least around her now, is that everybody's focused on supporting people getting their second shot. So hopefully this what the system that they're using to get people scheduled will uh, be more straightforward in terms of like how they get their second shot. But I figure she's not getting it until the the first one until closer to the end of March. And at that point, then mm. we could kind of go from there. But I was just like... Yeah. Good lord! <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So, and uh, and I figured I just have to tell her like first shot. You know, obviously you're gonna want to try to carve out some time, but second shot you might want to take that day off. <laughs> and the yeah. next day, yeah. You try to get that shit on a Friday if you can. <laughs> yeah. Well, then what I ended up getting her an appointment on the Sunday because that was like oh, and okay. I was like, well, she might work on Monday, but she so my. My mom works for my sister uh, at a at a nonprofit, and she works like half days most days. So I'm like, if she ended up having to take, you know, the day yeah. off, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. But, Is it? And some people, you know, I've I've seen lots of people talk about online, obviously, and some people are fine. Yeah. Uh, I, on the other hand, uh, caught the fucking plague for a second time, <laughs> and was running a fucking. 104 fever oh my for three God. days. So, That's... yeah, it was terrible. Wow. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. So, who knows? Right? Yeah. So now I have roughly the same um, goals in terms of um, clicking on add to cart uh, buttons repeatedly is, is <laughs> June. So by June, I would like to have a PS5 so I can play Ratchet and Clank or Rift Apart. And mm-hmm. I would like to have a vaccine so I could go see F9 in theaters. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> hey, man, noble goals. You got to right. have something to go to shoot for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So it's uh, not all uh, COVID-related shit around here. We actually have some movies to talk about. Mm-hmm. So what would you like to talk about first? Oh, let's just talk about Dreamcatcher first. All let's right. Just get, 
let's just get Dreamcatcher out of the way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Dreamcatcher is uh, debuts on uh, digital, you know, kind of video on demand tomorrow. So as you are reading this, it will be available for you to watch. Uh, whether or not you choose to, well, I guess that's up to you. Um, written and directed by uh, Jacob Johnston. Uh, this is his first, I believe it's his first feature length behind the camera. Um, he's worked on a number of uh, MCU movies, uh, Marvel properties in the, the visual mm. development uh, department. Um, you know, basically from, you know, Avengers, Thor, Dark World, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of all the way up. Um, wow. Yeah. But this is his first uh, feature length. And I got to be honest, um, kind of having been around those movies, I, I would have hoped a better movie would have come out of this. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe go back to the MCU. I don't know. Um, so Dream, <laughs> Dreamcatcher is, um, it is a movie about a uh, group of uh, 20-somethings who uh, decide to go to a music festival called Cataclysm where an EDM DJ uh, named Dreamcatcher is, uh, I don't know, performing, DJing? He's not spinning because they don't spin anything. They yeah. they hit buttons, I guess. He's hitting it's like, buttons. It's like, it's like Popstar, right? They just they just bring their iPad and plug it into and the they never system. never stop stopping. Or, or whatever. Yeah. Or that much. <laughs> um, so while they're at the show... Uh, something something bad happens to one of them. A uh, death occurs, and then over the next two days, uh, various members of the the the, the remaining twenty uh, somethings are are all kind of being hunted by uh, someone wearing the same mask that the D- Dreamcatcher, DJ Dreamcatcher, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck his name is, uh, wears yeah. when he performs. And so it's trying to figure out at that point, well, who's killing who and what unraveling the the grand mystery that is uh, a mystery that honestly yeah. I still have not solved because I did not understand what happened in this movie. Um, at the I end mean, I, I did. I just I, I feel like this is one of those ones that it, it feels like the twist is supposed to have been completely oblivious to everyone. It was going to shock the world when it happened. And I was like, I knew immediately what was going on. Well, in terms of who was killing people, I, I, yeah, I absolutely knew who that was. But then Mm. when they brought into this whole satanic aspect and, and, and someone may or may not have been a ghost, that's the part where at the end I was like, I don't, what is happening? And then, <laughs> and then whether the person who was the, the ghost or maybe not a ghost, did, did mm-hmm. they know prior to the events of this film that being a ghost was a thing that could happen for them? Did that, like, I, the whole timeline of gotcha. the ghostiness yeah. is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think... Uh, whereas sometimes a movie can make you ask questions like that, and that almost is sort of a, one of its strengths because it makes you makes the movie stick with you. Uh, this movie does not do that. This movie is nonsense from almost the jump, and and as you alluded to or said earlier, that it over the next two days. That's how this movie felt for me. Yeah, like it's. It... I started it 
on like Monday, and then it was over, and I was like, Christ, Thursday already? Like, yeah, oh right. my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it it definitely <sighs> it definitely felt field. It definitely felt like I could not speak goodly uh, when I did. Right. Um, yeah. So so there's a couple of couple of issues the, the kills were pretty decent uh, mm-hmm. i will i will give them that it's just and i the, like the i liked the killer like i liked the plague doctor slash kind of yeah you know in a mask i'm all about a mask so yeah yeah i like the look of yeah. the killer it's it was ghost face mixed with a plague doctor kind of yeah the, the you know the, the the problem with this well, one of the problems is that you know, you're supposed to care about you know any so 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 any good kind of slasher movie. You you can't they can't every single person that is being preyed upon can't they can't all be um, people that you can't stand right. Like it mm. can't it can't 100 percent just be you sure rooting for yeah, for the killer. Typically, they're all like stereotypical you know, slasher tropes, but at least you have the final girl or, you know, the, right. The one good guy, you know, right. stuff like that. Yes. Because you need, you know, you need that audience surrogate to kind of go, all right, well, hopefully this person makes it out alive. Mm. And this movie, I had no one just from jump. Mm-mm. I was like, I hope they all die. Like I just <laughs> same. Oh my God. Yep. I wanted every one of them to die. Like, and then, and then, and that, that also at times can work for me. If yes. the killer is like cool enough, and, yes. and and you know there's that brutality where I get satisfaction from watching this this maniac just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre slaughter exactly like the original. Exactly. You're like yeah, yeah yeah man do them do them all that's fine Please. exactly <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but this was not that that way and well, and then because even if you think the killer is who you're supposed to think it is i guess yeah i fucking hated him too <laughs> exactly <laughs> right right exactly and 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 it, it tries to throw like a bunch of kind of red herrings your way you know this whole idea is like you know and then it it, it you know it, it feels like okay no 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 the killer's this person and then for reasons and then mm, you know, like, uh, right it's not and then and it's like the reasons that they give you for trying to think you know that that someone's the killer just doesn't allow you to really go down that road to where you then end up being kind of surprised right um, and then i will know, say the one surprise sorry not to no go ahead but but so i i disliked this so much i didn't even look into it i was just like ah, i don't i don't care uh, so that's why i didn't know the director was an, was an issue the other thing i didn't know which is the one surprising twist is that the the kind of buff boyfriend dude was Lou Ferrigno Lou Jr. Lou Jr. Holy yeah, shit. I had no idea. And my wife I, my wife goes I like I literally just learned that just now. Yeah, she's <laughs> like like the Lou Ferrigno, like Lou Ferrigno's kid. She's like did he look like Lou Ferrigno? I said not really. And mm-hmm. she's like I said but what are the odds that there'd be yeah. another Lou Ferrigno? He wasn't that? green. He wasn't <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah. He he was he had, he had not wear purple shorts. And it was very weird. He, he, I was kind of odd to play. He threw there. zero bears into lakes. So you know how what? was I that supposed to know? That would have made this movie so much better. <laughs> oh, a bear into God, lake. if they had steered into that skid of having Lou fucking Ferrigno Jr. Yeah. If I was making this movie, he would have had to have thrown a bear into a lake. That's all God I'm going to say. Right. Yeah. 
And I think too, like the the writing was like okay, you know, that the, there was this. And and I don't like to. I don't want to just like spend a bunch of time shitting on the movie. But the the right. my my the the biggest problem that I had with it is I felt like there was a lot that they were, you know. And I give them a lot of credit for kind of trying to to bite off that much. But they there was a lot. This movie was like trying to to accomplish instead of just kind yes. of being, you know, what you would consider a, a straightforward slasher movie with with the twist at the end it was trying yes. to do like a whole bunch of stuff and then the writing was such that it 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 felt like that way too clever or was trying to be you know way yeah. too clever um there was a joke that i genuinely did laugh at I, I will say that but like like for example there's this one like when I when I texted I texted you this is one time like like so I, so after the night when everybody um uh has has their bad evening and then th- these this couple they go to bed they they're in bed it's dark they're in bed like it's <laughs> bedtime it's clearly bedtime and yeah. then I went I thought to myself well they're going to bed because that's what you do when you're tired mm. and you've you've seen somebody get killed you go to bed yeah you've had right? a rough day yeah you've had a rough day <laughs> you know you know you're gonna have to deal with some shit in the morning you go to bed right. Yeah. So the next morning they show the the um the 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 girl uh the the woman part of the couple and um and uh she goes um did you enjoy your nap <laughs> and the guy goes 6 hours more like a coma and i was like no that's that's sleeping like that's just yeah. just sleeping. That's yeah, that's all it that is. <laughs> and so my wife was like, "Yeah, but she's like, maybe he's trying to make a joke." I said, "Well, there is that Dane Cook joke, where where he's saying that he like he had this joke, this bit he would do about he was like get irritated with his girlfriend because his girlfriend would like exaggerate and but use the word literally and and she'd be like, "Oh my god, I literally like I literally took a, a thousand hour nap." And he's like, thousand hours? <laughs> like it's not a nap, that's a coma." You like. <laughs> And and I and I'm not doing the joke right, but that's the thing I thought of. And, and Linda's like, well, maybe they just thought that would be like they, they they wanted to stick that joke in somehow, and then they just didn't want to get rid of it. And I'm like, that's they needed an editor because it's not it doesn't even make any sense. I was like a six hour coma. Like if you if my mom like if my sister called me and said they're putting mom mom's in a medically induced coma and then six hours later was like she's awake i'd be like what no that's not a coma like don't fucking step to me with coma if it's six hours like no if i can't finish a work day in the time you are asleep not a coma not even close to a coma i need you to at least pass the 24 hour mark for me to even consider because that could just be a bender (laughs) <laughs> you could just be yeah, no sleeping like, off. <laughs> like, yeah, like, uh, uh, that's like a good night of sleep for me. Exactly. Like, I, like you're I lucky. I wake up so many times during the night, like six hours straight. Fuck yeah. That's, it's not a coma, but man, I yeah. would kill for that. But I wouldn't say I was in a coma if it happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, and then, and then at one point some characters are, are, are reciting Shakespeare and I was like, okay, look, I, we, we can't do this. You can't have, you can't have two characters reciting Shakespeare in a movie where, where one of the main characters' name is DJ Dreamcatcher. That's just, <laughs> this yeah. is, that's just not open yeah. to you. Like, I'm you, sorry. 
Well, see, and 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 and, and to go back to, to a point you made previously, where there's some satanic stuff, I think you're 100 percent correct. Uh, the the writing is is kind of all over the place, but also like the pacing mm-hmm. because it took so long mm-hmm. for anything to happen, mm-hmm. and then for you to yes. try to put. A uh, 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 who done it kind of uh, scream or I know what you did last summer like type slasher, and then it go even beyond that to mm-hmm. like the, like some satanic shit. I'm like, well, why did we waste forty fucking minutes? Yeah, of us maybe going to uh, whatever the fuck it was called that cataclysm. Festival. Yeah, cataclysm. Like, why did we spend so much time? Yeah, with these characters who were who were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess yeah. it's like, okay, we're trying to like flush out the characters and stuff. And I'm like, okay, we got it. Uh, she's the cool chick. Mm. Uh, whatever. He, he's, he's in love he's with a, her. He's, he's they've a, been, they've he's been friends forever. He's been in yeah. love with her forever. Yeah. <laughs> Estranged sister, her, boyfriend with an it. accent. I mean, that's, yep. it's easy. We got it. We got it. Let's, yeah. let's go. And then it takes 40 minutes. Now, come on, son. Like, yeah. that's not, now. Yeah. That's my biggest issue with the movie. It's like, I, I would have been okay with most of it had it been eighty minutes. It was yeah, just yes, yeah, it yeah. missed the mark. Yeah, but it but it, it, it had it big, moved. It, they swung. They yeah. swung for the fences. They missed the mark. Not a big deal. Yep. If I'm done in eighty minutes, but if I'm sitting here for almost two hours, yeah. Oh my god. No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's an excellent point. Um, and then there was uh, there was something else I meant to to mention. Um, I I didn't realize people cared about EDM that much. <laughs> like, yeah, like I I just the way they kind of like make it out. It's like you know the 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 person representing DJ Dreamcatcher can like make or break lives. Like she just mm-hmm. has like <laughs> you know as a publicist. And I'm like he puts a mask. I said to, I was talking to my wife about. It. I was like name and it was weird. I was like he's like I don't know, like marsh marshmallow or. Mouth Thunder oh, Mouse, right. Danger Mouse, whatever the fuck his name is, the guy with the mouse head, and I yeah. was like, I was like, name an EDM DJ, and she's like, the the mouse guy. I said, no, not him. We already talked about him. I'm like, name another one, and she's like, I don't know. I was like, right, you don't know because nobody cares. I'm like, Daft Punk just broke up specifically because nobody cares about EDM. <laughs> cares? <laughs> I think they had they wore the robot helmets for a while, and they're like, fuck, what have we done with our lives? And they fucking. Yeah. What's sort of like a, it's sort of like those like I don't know what the bands are called. I don't think it's ska. Oh yes, like, it was. Looks like the mighty 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 boss sounds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like those type of bands, yeah. but in like Nick and Nora, they're looking for fluffy all night. But I'm like, like I don't give a shit about that style of music. But guess what? If you put an entertaining movie with characters I give a shit about around it, yeah, I'm gonna watch it because I fucking love Nick and Nora. Yeah. Um, but I don't give a shit about EDM, and I didn't give a shit about anybody in this movie, so it did not have the same effect. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, so um, after that wonderful, um, you know, uh, uh, review, uh, if you want to watch Dreamcatcher, it is uh, currently available, uh, video on demand. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how much. I don't know if we have that information. Um but uh, I don't either. I think, like I said, it's out tomorrow. So yeah, exactly. Find out uh, tomorrow. So all right. So the next movie, which um, I believe is 
currently available? Um, although yes. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, let's see. Um, I nope. think it's going to be on um, Shutter at some point, too. It um, is. Yeah, it is going to be on Shutter, but I think it's VOD first, and I thought it was already out. Yeah, I think so, too. But um, yes, it is. It uh, looks like it's on Vudu uh, for mm. uh, around, around 15 bucks. Um, so this uh, and this movie is called Sun, uh, written and directed by Ivan Kavanaugh, um, who, let's see, uh, he was... Uh, he actually did a, a Western with um, Emil Hirsch, who's in this movie, uh, called uh, Never mm-hmm. Grow Old. Uh, he did a movie called The Fading Light. Um, mm. I had not yeah. seen any of his uh, previous... The Canal. I, I knew oh, him from the, the Canal. Canal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, Son tells the story of a uh, young woman... Um, Laura, who is uh, kind of opens with her, you kind of can tell she's on the run from from someone. The way her she's dressed, uh, maybe she kind of left under uh, not so great circumstances, and she's mm-hmm. pregnant, and uh, ends up giving birth in her car and kind of screaming at the baby like, "I don't want you! I don't want you!" Like essentially trying to not make it not happen. Uh, but then once she sees her son, she kind of falls in love with him and then fast forward uh eight or nine years and um her son's kind of a normal kid and one night she hears uh here's what she thinks is him kind of uh puttering around when he should be in bed she goes into his room and she sees a whole bunch of people in his room uh she calls the cops cops show up nobody's there um, and she's insists that folks were in her, her his room, and then uh, shortly after that, he starts to get uh, violently ill, kind of breaking out in rash, sores, convulsions, uh, the whole nine yards. And um, they do a bunch of medical tests. They don't know what's going on. Uh, send him home. He gets sick again, and then you find out that if he eats some human flesh, he's not sick anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, what we find out is that uh, she believes that. So her father uh, was had had been a uh, had been kind of essentially had run like a pedophile ring and essentially pimped his daughter out to have sex with grown men. Uh, her understanding of those events was that she was part of a satanic cult and uh, was was actually forced to have sex with the devil. Um, and that's where her son came from. And then it kind of goes from there. And Emil Hirsch plays uh, the, the police detective, uh, Paul, who is who's on uh, on the case. Um, I like this movie. Um, yeah. I thought it was. Uh, I I love. I mean, Emil Hirsch is great. Obviously, um, if you've seen him, if, uh, Freaks, which is on Netflix, or uh, mm. uh, Autopsy oh, of Jane Alpha Doe. Dog. Good God. Yeah, I loved Alpha Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my issue with this movie, and I don't know if this is a situation. So here's the thing: this movie is is clearly geared towards horror movie fans. Yeah. It has a. Uh, a strong element in it though where I feel as if they're trying to put in your head whether or not yes. she is yep. had a psychotic yep. break and she is yep. just 
you know, she obviously underwent some trauma with the sexual abuse that she had been exposed to or had uh, at the hands of her dad, which would be, you know, awful for anybody to deal with. And then kind of the way she sure. coped with that was to then kind of build this elaborate f- framework of, you know, satanic imagery and all that stuff around it. Mm. You know, so that so I feel like the movie tried to make it seem as if she, that this stuff didn't happen to her, that she... Uh-huh. But, but yet, it's also... We know what's going on with our kid. We know what he's doing. And right. also, it's a horror movie. So if you show a horror movie fan this movie, they're not going to believe for a second that it's not the satanic stuff. Yeah. Because... Well, and and the other thing, um, and this is another movie that, again, has kind of a twist. And it's the kind of twist that irritates me. Because... yeah. Because if if you present, you know, again, uh, eighty minutes or so of of a movie and characters acting the way they do, and then there's a twist, and one of the central characters is involved with that twist, and the twist completely makes yeah. everything they've done so far nonsense. Yeah, it just it irks me. I bit. agree with you. A hundred percent, because what I ended up doing in that situation was like, well, wait a minute, like that was a lot of work. Exactly. I feel like they could have just avoided a tremendous amount of work by Mm -hmm. just kind of using their, you know, position, uh, for lack of a better word, to make things easier for themselves. Right. Right. Um, It's like, okay. It's like when that happened, I was like, wait, so. So many things now seem completely, like, pointlessly, like, nonsense. Yeah. And so, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, and I, I agree. Get, I liked it, but it's one of those that has a twist where you're just like, so that just makes everything you've done that I've seen so far <laughs> not make sense. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you're absolutely right, because I, I thought that, too. This is the type of movie that it's like... You know, when initially the twist happens, you're like, oh, shit. But then when you think about it for, like, two minutes, you're like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, why right. wouldn't why wouldn't they have right. done this? Why wouldn't they have done that? Like, why would they even bother doing this, that, or the other? Or, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of just, like, you know, when... Because I could, I could kind of see uh, if you were trying to, you know, present this image or, like, you were trying to, you know, play a part, like you weren't involved mm. but then at the same time so much of it was done by yourself yeah like it, it makes no sense but also the they they kind of like they 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 kind of make it seem as if there's a lot of people involved in this cult but then also but it's not like so many people that uh, the, the the greater world kind of knows about it so it's like right you know there's yeah. it's not you really you know the the, the it, in order for the twist to work the person involved would have to really hide it because nobody really knows who the fuck these backwoods bumpkins are in the first well, place the, yeah right <laughs> that 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 scene which was creepy as fuck when she when she go when she hears the kid and goes yeah. to his room and they're all and there's yeah there's like it's like fucking like it's it's like a scene out of hereditary. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh shit, this is going to be like some twisted shit. Like I was so excited. And then I was like, and then I really was, I was into it. I mean, I still, I liked it. Yeah. Um, but man, the twist just completely threw me and I was just like, Oh yeah. 
they just it didn't stick the landing and that sucked for me because yeah. i was so into it up yeah. until then and and the um you know the the visual design for yeah for satan was fucking great yeah it was yeah it was dope uh, it was uh, creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually like paused the movie, like the one scene when, you know, you, you there's a scene where. So the idea is that you know the reason that she was the one impregnated by Satan was because for whatever reason she was she could conjure Satan, and we don't know yeah. what it is that was special about her that she allowed could speak, she could speak some language and yeah. could say the spell or, for lack of a better term, the spell or whatever. Uh, to conjure, yes, and, and and have him do her bidding. Yeah, and so at one point in time, um, she uh, essentially is 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 conjure is threatening to kill her son, basically saying mm. like I know you hear me, so you're gonna yep. you're gonna show up here. He's still your kid. You're gonna show up here. You're gonna cure him, or I'm gonna fucking kill him. And yeah. you know the way they do it is they kind of show like off in the frame or whatever, like him kind of like. Satan kind of coming up like behind her and yeah. walking towards her and I actually had to like pause it, go back and pause it just to get a better mm-hmm. view um, of the, you know, creature. I don't, I don't know. I feel kind of, yeah. it feels weird saying creature designed for Satan. It seems sure. Well, almost disrespectful. <laughs> I don't want, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah, looking listen. to catch some smoke from Satan. I got enough <laughs> shit going on. <laughs> Okay, I don't need to disrespect the Prince of Lies. All right, let's the just... visage of our dark lord. <laughs> exactly right. Like I'm not, I'm not looking to get in a fight. Right. So, <laughs> um, but uh, but it was it was really cool. It was unique. I'd never seen kind yeah. of that that uh, that kind of portrayal. Uh, and it was, it was, yeah, it's uh, sort of, a sort of reminded me of that, uh, that season of channel zero mm. where that, that thing that collected teeth, it was basically like kind of made fairy. out of teeth. Yeah. 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 It, yep. it kind of put me in the mind of that, but it was even cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it, it's, it's always a joy to watch Emil Hirsch work. Uh, mm. and, and I mean, he's great in this. And, and as we said before, it's, it's not, it's not a bad movie, not by any stretch. Right. It's just, you know, it, it, it's kind of asking you, it's, it, it's asking you to doubt something that you really like, it doesn't give you enough reasons to doubt. Right. And then it kind of throws a twist in there, you know, seemingly because movies have to have them these days and not because it actually like makes the story work any better. Um, yeah, but also I thought um, I thought uh, Andy Matichak is the the mom. Yeah, uh, Laura. She, I thought she was really good. She was uh, really she was good. The, she was the daughter in uh, Halloween eighteen. Yeah, I was watching this. And I'm like, yeah, I know her. Yeah, who is this? And I actually paused it and looked, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, no, uh, she was really good. And this movie goes the extra mile where the Babadook does it and, and has a kid in it who you don't fucking hate. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, he was the, he the was kid that played David was actually good. Like I liked him. Yeah. And I mean that's and that's the thing. It's like you definitely sympathize with them. It's just mm-hmm. that, you know, this movie is kind of putting these these questions in your your head. Not questions, but it's just it's it's kind of putting some ideas out there that while you're watching it that that really kind of just take away from from your enjoyment of the movie without 
I mean, there's no real, in my mind, there really wasn't any benefit to it. It just, no. Um, you know, I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting. Like, it's like if two people, I, mean, I don't know how you would convince someone who wasn't into horror movies to watch this movie, but if you did and they're like, you know, uh, I had no idea it was real. And then the horror movie fan was so, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, of course it was real. Yeah. <laughs> like, so this is the perfect, the perfect like parallel I can draw to this is, is the first time I saw Point Break because <laughs> I came into it like an hour in oh. on HBO. <laughs> and, and I was like, <laughs> I was telling somebody at school the next day about it. And I was like, oh, and then when they pulled off the mask and it was Swayze, and he was like, well, yeah. You fucking knew it was them from the beginning. Yeah. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I had no idea who it was. Yeah. So for me, Point Break played like a fucking like a Law and Order episode or a fucking <laughs> CSI or some shit. I didn't know who the fuck the bank robbers were. Well, it's like and, in the, the original Fast and Furious movies where they're like, you know, they're trying to make it as if maybe it's not Dom and his crew boosting right. the ACRs. It's like, uh, yeah, it totally is. Why? Who? Who the fuck else would it be? <laughs> like some <laughs> random crew at Race World or whatever the fuck they call it? Right. Like, no, of course. <laughs> of course yeah. it's them. Like, right. this man needs to buy razors. Look at his head. He's going to keep that shit <laughs> buffed to a high sheen. That doesn't come cheap. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, so definitely, you know, like I said, I think it's worth. I think it's worth watching. Just kind of yep. go into it, going, you know what? There's going to be some stuff. It's not going to be, you know, it's not going to make a hundred percent sense when it's done. But you know, I still think it's it's enjoyable. That being said, if you don't want to spend fifteen dollars to rent it, and you'd rather wait until it's on Shutter, I would not begrudge you that decision either. Mm. Yep. So. Um, Get yourself a shoulder description. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, I did watch uh, just real quick. I did watch uh, the Devils yesterday. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why they call that movie a horror movie, but whatever. Well, I think it's it's one of those movies that kind of transcends itself, being given the uh, the path that it's kind of taken. It, you know, it comes out in the seventies. Yeah. It's rated X and shit like that. It was rated and, like, X. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It For came what? out. It was the religious stuff. It was like seriously. This is this isn't suitable to be shown. That kind of thing got an X rating. I had uh, no idea. Then, yeah, it's it's got a history to it. The history is more interesting than the movie, from what I understand. The movie uh, was not great. I can say that I haven't much. I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but uh, but yeah, just look it up. Just read about the movie. Okay. Like, I don't know if it'll it'll make you appreciate it more or something. I oh, no, I always like I always like reading about that stuff. I'm glad you mentioned that because that that's yeah. that, that stuff's fascinating it's a, to me. It is a big deal that Shutter that Shutter got it. Really? Yeah. Oh well, good yeah. for them then. Uh, There's an unrated cut that's like the so the one on Shutter is the R-rated cut. Uh-huh. The unrated cut is the one that got the X rating and like got pulled from theaters and all this kind of thing back in the seventies. I mean, there's definitely some stuff that happens where you're like, you know, mm. like, but mm-hmm. but I I didn't you know I I didn't kind of uh, I'm kind of uh, I guess no in the seventies I I can kind of understand more mm-hmm. now why why that would be the case. But yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll have to look. Oh, I look forward to that then. That's awesome. Um, okay. All right. So let's, uh, let's get into Outriders real quick. Um, 
so you, we we all played Outriders Friday night, Sean, you mm. and I, although you seem to be unsure as to whether that was... Uh... Oh, I had no recollection. Okay. Zero. So so here's my experience with Outriders. Like, we were going to play it yep. the day it came out, yep. uh, and I had and I couldn't did. even get on Xbox. We did. I didn't, because I couldn't, I couldn't... The day it came out, like the, the day... Like live was down for. Oh, until, that's like, right. That's right. I forgot. I forgot. It. I I that's right. It. Yes, that's right. Um, and so it was the next day when I finally downloaded it, and I didn't play it that day. Yep. And then I was like, "Shit!" And I think it was coming on like a Tuesday, maybe or something. And then uh, it did. It was Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. I downloaded it, didn't play it. And then Thursday, I was like, "Fuck! I got to play this because we're going to play it on Drunk Watch Friday." Mm-hmm. And so I created a character, and I went through the the prologue, and I got to the point. To where you pick your class. And I was like, okay, that's where Brandon said he was, so yep. I'm good for Friday. Yep. And then Saturday morning, <laughs> I got up, and my headset was plugged into my Elite controller on the couch. <laughs> and uh, and I, and then, and then, because I had a bad day Friday. I'm not going to lie. I had a bad day. Sure. And then, uh, and then, and so, so I, I got up Saturday, and I was like, shit. I was like, maybe we can. I can play at seven. And so, so I, t- I turn on Outriders, and my character was at like the end of the demo, and I was like, what? And I we had didn't like play that much. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't. I was like, I had like, uh, you know, goals or achievements, whatever they're called, the the like the the challenges. Yeah. And it was like play in the group, and I was like, what? I don't like that. <laughs> like, oh my god. No, I had no recollection whatsoever. Yeah, so so Friday night, yeah, so like you you were like joy and, and so Sean and I had gotten so Sean and I had played at seven and and we basically got to a certain point. Um Sean had done a little bit more than me, but not much. So like once you pick your class you have to like fight across this battlefield and then <laughs> So he had done that much. So he we jumped in together. It was like 15, 10, 15 minutes, and then we did we did some stuff. But then when you joined us, we were like, oh well, we'll just redo whatever it is. You know, it's not a big deal to get you to the point with us. And it was mostly our evening spent trying to to to, to direct you where to go. Okay. <laughs> Because you're like, where am I going? I don't know where to go. I'm just like, where the fuck is everybody? Where are people? Where is? I don't even know where you are. And then, and then, adding to that. So here's the thing. This is not necessarily a good game for drunk watch because every single decision made in co-op requires voting. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and so we're like trying to explain, like just, 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 yeah. You just, you can either come where we are or like just vote and. And the voting, so so we would then warp forward, and then you kept thinking I was shooting you, like. Oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. You're like, Biggie's shooting me in the ass. He keeps shooting me in the ass. I was like, it's not me. It's the enemies. And you're just like, I don't know where anybody is. <laughs> and then what had happened was, like, because as you play in the game, it unlocks the. The different world tiers where the difficulty goes up. Well, the world mm-hmm. tiers will kind of assume, hey, you got three people. All three people are playing. Well, only two of us were. <laughs> and then you were way off doing your own thing somewhere. And Sean and I are getting fucking lit up. Like, <laughs> you're just like, I don't even know where anybody is. Where is everybody? And, <laughs> and then you're like, I look like that. Like, like, 
like, look at this dumb mother Rasputin, I monk looking motherfucker. I just want pants. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's the other thing. I played Saturday. I had pants. I was like, where did I get pants? When did I get a hat that I never put on? I had no idea. I was so confused. That being, that being said, um, I I actually I enjoyed the demo quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I I was reading something today uh, on Eurogamer, and they were talking about how it, it kind of felt more like a 360 game, which I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I know that people don't like oh, some of the the little like cutscenes they show for level transitions and things like that. I I I don't I, I don't give a shit about that type of thing. No. Um, what I liked about it was i mean people can fly has a very specific sense of humor which i think works for mm. this game there's one mission you do later on like did you do the mission when you were playing on your own because uh, you tried a bunch of different classes did you do the mission where you have to go rescue the the captain or whatever no i don't think so i i, I don't i i the last thing i did uh on the uh call him a titan whatever the the yeah. devastator uh I did um, the thing where you go, and it's like the end of the demo. Like that okay. was the next mission for me to do, and then I started the pyromancer, and I did the thing where they shoot the guy who wants you to drink tea with him, and you go. So I'm like, I'm not finished the side stuff with the pyromancer. Okay, yeah. So there's this one side mission you do, and it and when it ended, I I I laughed out loud and it was very much a people can fly sense of humor type of thing mm. um and so like you know if you played Bulletstorm or you played you know gears of war judgment you kind of know what you're getting with with their writing and things and which you know I, I i they do they definitely like show way more restraint and with this game than they did yeah bullet storm but bullet storm was supposed to be that kind of over the top you mm. know uh uh experience um but you know, I I I played as the pyromancer, and, and the way this game works is that that you know the, the your sk- your skill cooldowns are pretty short. Like they want you using your skills all mm-hmm. the time, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to like reloading a gun that takes thirty fucking seconds. And I'm like, look, right. man, you got to tighten that shit up. That is not <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like yeah. you can't have that. But the idea being that as you're you know each there's four different classes in each class. Uh, how you heal is different. So the trickster, which is who Sean was playing as, is like kind of your teleporting, you know, assassin. They get health by, um, it's like, you know, close damage or something. You know, the Devastator, same thing. They get health by killing enemies that are real close to them. Pyromancer, their skills all will like set people on fire and it can either be like a column of flame or one person and and you get health and the whole party gets health by killing enemies mm-hmm. that are marked by those skills and then mm-hmm. the technomancer they're like sniper rifle they have turrets any damage mm-hmm. they do whether through their skill or just weapon damage restores health oh, okay. and so i haven't played technomancer <laughs> the technomancer i i thought i would like that but it ended up being very much like how i would play division two like you remember mm. when we played division together i had the the turret and i had the drone and because mm-hmm. you know in that game you just get fucking lit up if you're out in the open it'd be like yeah. pop a turret go behind cover let the turret 
you know, the turret yep. has multiple. <laughs> so the turret has three purposes. First is to do damage, although that's actually the least important thing for it to do. Mm -hmm. Two, second, is to act as a focal point for enemies uh, to draw aggro, uh, which mm -hmm. it, it does great, especially in Division. Like, if you had, like, a yellow boss, like one of those, like, uh, sledgehammer guys or whatever, like, oh my god, they would go after your turret like it was made out of ham. Like, they were just, like, beeline yep. <laughs> for the turret. Um, and then the third was the turret would oftentimes kind of highlight where enemies were behind cover. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so it gave you like just a much greater kind of situal situational situal situational awareness <laughs> while you were playing. So when I was playing as the Technomancer, I found myself very much playing the game like I was playing the division where I'd get behind cover, throw a turret, let the turret kind of do some thing, flush some things, draw some aggro, and then I'd take enemies out. And I'm like, I've put so many hours in division and division two to play another game the exact same way. Yeah, I like I'm just not. Uh, it doesn't really appeal to me now. The pyromancer, on the other hand, like right. you, you know, and this game emphasizes being aggressive. Like, that was gonna, that's what I was going to say. Like in the division, in the division, it's easy to play that way because cover is so important, and and not running out is so important. Oh and yeah, in this you'll game, get fucked up. You, right, but in this game, you have to. Like, yeah, and that's in order what to I heal and like play the game, right? And that's what I liked about it is you're kind of like, especially as the world tiers go up, and and honestly, like when we played together Friday night, just the three of us playing on world, world tier three, I was like, man, this mm. is fucking rough. And then I did some shit on my own world tier three, and it's totally manageable. So like, like yeah. world tier three is, I guess, like so zero is like one would be considered easy zero is like yeah. training wheels like you're just getting used to the game right. one is easy right. two would be like normal three starts going up and then it's kind of like a diablo like the 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 difficulty levels where you know as you're increasing the world tier your um uh drop rates for better gear goes up uh you just you just get better shit so and you can change it at any point so there's a balance if you're finding mm -hmm. yourself stuck you just you just lower it so you can move past and then maybe reconfigure your shit and then move forward but um but what i liked about the the pyromancer is it's like it's that really that risk reward kind of knife edge where you're like really running out there you're lighting dudes up you're trying to kill mm -hmm. guys to get heals keeping in mind that you're now like completely exposed so if you don't actually kill an enemy you're gonna die and i and mm -hmm. i really liked that um that more in your face you know t style of play because i normally don't don't play that way um mm -hmm. well see that and that's kind of why i picked the the devastator uh, i thought that might be my main class yeah um, and I'm and and then and, and when I made my pyromancer uh, Saturday or Sunday whenever I did, I like I was like man this is way better yeah because of the abilities yeah uh, and that was kind of my thing going in like so, like well, you know I, I said something on the Discord about not particularly liking the way the heals work uh -huh. uh, because the devastator uh, kind of his his stuff. You know, does area damage and that's fine, but you know the pyromancer is kind of almost has some some mid level range attacks. Yeah, absolutely, it's and, got and and, and and surprisingly far ranged attacks. Like yeah. the one that that um, the thermal bomb 
That goes mm-hmm. pretty fucking far. You can tag a dude mm-hmm. almost halfway across the screen and yeah. with with that skill. And I had I was I was having way more fun uh with her than I did with my Devastator. So Yeah. Um but I think you know, again, I mean it's it's a demo and, and you're you're kind of learning the game and this baby steps and I know there's this whole skill tree and all that shit. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, you could make a badass devastator eventually, but man, yeah. Starting off, he's just he's just uh uh boring compared to the pyromancer. And that's the that and I I think the pyromancer, I don't know, to me it just seemed like that that was just a much better class like and I, and I wonder if they're gonna have to like tweak things to be like mm. everybody's playing as pyromancers right so we, <laughs> right we need to kind of uh you know encourage folks to to take some of the other classes um i don't know um but i mean you know the thing about it is we had kind of talked about it as like oh this is a game you know maybe for people who are kind of getting away from destiny or whatever but it definitely mm-hmm. is not like that no that type so. of game they they said that it's not it's not going to be like a live service game that everything right. is it's a complete package so there's a campaign right. which is you know 35 hours or so whatever and then mm-hmm. and then what they'll do is there's these 15 expeditions that mm-hmm. are like strikes but they're not recycled from the campaign they're actually new things so Mm-hmm. And then the idea being that you know you can use the the, the world tier levels to unlock better gear, but it, similar to the division, you know your 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 gear complements your skills. Mm-hmm. So you might find a, a pair of gloves that you know, like I found a pair of gloves that let me do thermal bomb twice before it cooled down again. So you know you're and you can respec your skill tree at any point. Which I hope that they allow some sort of like, like a, almost like a loadout where it's like, because, you know, that was the thing that was like most when when they they released the the big update for Ghosts of uh, Tsushima was was the loadouts mm. because, you know, those armor sets all had very specific bonuses which worked well with the charms, you know, and so you know. You, you definitely would get in a situation where you're like, okay, this is an archery heavy mission. Well, I want to make sure I have my, you know, my archery armor on with my bow, that stuff and the right charms. And then, okay, this is more stealth. I need to make sure I'm using the stealth. You know, so when those loadouts happened, I mean, they were, it was huge. It made a huge difference to be able to just switch to an outfit and everything's already a switch to load and everything's done. And you kind of can see the need for something like that here too, because if you're like, all right, well, my gear is going to have mods, which then boost my skills. I want to make sure that I can say, you know, this is my damage dealing loadout and the skill tree is kind of respect that way. I've got the gear that complements it, you know, or they, or this is my support or whatever, like something like that. Because if every single time you get a helmet, you're just like, all right, well, I can't use it with my current skill tree. Nobody's going to spend all this time respecting, you know, the entire skill tree to then just for a helmet, right? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so you know it, that flexibility and that ability for those systems to play together can definitely work, but they need to make it easy to encourage that because just saying, okay, well, you can respect, but I mean, how, was that twenty points? Who wants to do that? Yeah, just that, sit there like that's just another. That Plinking. was another thing. I was yeah. kind of like, <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm going all in. You know what I mean? Like you said, if if they allow you different 
you know, but I, I, mean, the, I guess their, their counter to that is giving you six character slots. So if you want yeah. three pyromancers and then, you know, yeah, that's true. That kind of thing. You, you, yeah. you can do that, but that just seems like a lot of fucking work. <laughs> right. Because like in, you know, in, in, in division two where your, your gear would modify your skills. I mean, realistically speaking, I mean, you're thinking, you're talking, I don't know what, not even 10 pieces of gear. Yeah. You know, you, you had a backpack, you had a vest, uh, boots, mm. gloves, uh, helmet, knee pads, knee pads. Knee pads. Yeah. Um, so you have those pieces of equipment, then you've got two skills, then you got uh, two weapons and a pistol. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you could save like loadouts. So it, mm-hmm. it, it was much less of a chore to find things that work together yeah. with that yeah. kind of limited amount of, of equipment. Well, you're See, talking. I, I, I kind of feel like that's where they're going to end up having to go with this. Yeah. Uh, if they're, if this game is going to, if, if it ends up being successful and it's going to be, you know, kind of supported long-term with it, with it, not having, not being a, a live game, or, or you know whatever live service game and and not having any sort of PvP, uh, it's it's going to live and die on that that PVE you know aspect or content and there and if the type of game that it is, um, there are things that players have come to kind of expect that go along with that. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna have to. I mean you know. If this is still going to be a thing in a couple of years, they're going to have to do that. Yeah, because I mean, like, I'm not. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick skills that work, and then I'm going to keep the gear that uh, um, uh, complements those skills. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get rid of the stuff that isn't. I'm not going to keep something yeah. and go, oh, well, it'll work with this thing. If I completely right. respect my skill tree and then completely change the way that I play this game. <laughs> like, well, yeah, especially because you're right. Because, and, and again, not that it has different play modes. So you would be like, oh, well, this is my PvP warlock, or, you know, if, right. if you're talking desktop terms, you know, it doesn't have that. But, Nobody's gonna want to, you know, completely wreck their the the skill tree based around a piece of gear, because now I'm gonna play it this way. Like right. no, you're gonna have to allow for people to, you know, I get kind of the idea of like, you know, letting people pick what they want to do initially and, and going all in on one skill tree. Yeah, but again, it's like. It's like, what's the point of of letting you play higher tiered content, dif- more difficult content for better reward, if that reward doesn't go along with what you've built for however many hours? Right. And it's like, what? Well, then what do I do with it? Like, there's no point. Right. 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 Like, and, and I mean, and Destiny does that to some degree, right? Like, so you might get an exotic. I mean, they, they, very rarely would you get an exotic that's not for your class. I mean, it it would it happens occasionally. Like there mm. are some instances where, maybe not so much now, but I I can remember getting um, some like uh, class specific 
items before but in d1 not d2 like yeah. they, they kind of nixed that because yeah. you used to could you used to could do that because if you got like a titan helmet yeah and you were a hunter you could if that titan helmet was a higher you could just infuse it into a piece of hunter gear and they, they right. did away with that the yeah. weapons the thing in destiny is the thing that's more likely to happen in destiny in, in that regard is you get say a weapon that's it you can use it anywhere but it's obviously the exotic perk is is built for pve well but and i that, think i think too you could get exotics uh, that are for clearly for specific classes like or yeah. not or not classes but um um elemental uh affinities mm. right like you gotcha. you'll get yes. you'll get yes. a yes. helmet yes. that's like hey if you've got void stuff at the yeah head. if you're running yeah void like like uh, yeah helm of saint 14 yeah if yeah, you yeah. Run bubble titan yeah then this thing's amazing if you don't it's useless right yes right agree yes but 100%. but but that that still is there's a big difference between something like that which is like oh yeah well i'm just gonna change my elemental subclass right you know, which you've already got mapped out the way that you want it. Right. You've got your, right. you know, you've got your, which your, is a much your, smaller map than than a twenty point. Exactly <laughs> right. Like because because and that's the thing. It's like, you know, you know, for me in Destiny, where I always I always gravitated towards exotics that help with like grenades because I would always like boost, you know, like um, discipline or whatever the hell it is that gives you mm. grenades because like you know that that. You know, for me, being able to like throw grenades quickly and whatever was like, especially like as a void warlock, like you get that that void grenade that just like explodes everything. It's like man, this and, min- mini nova bomb. Yeah, like <laughs> if you can throw that as often as possible, like that's fucking yeah. great. But it's like you know, you would have all of your elemental subclasses. You would have picked to be, you know, to work the way that you wanted. So if you got an exotic that you know, required you to run void, you're like, okay, cool. Like I've already got that yeah, mapped out. Yes. That's great. You know? Yeah. Um the 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 pieces of of armor or or gear in Destiny that required not just a specific elemental subclass, but then also a specific ability within that elemental subclass. I mean they're very few and far between. Yes. So, I mean, it really is just going. All right, well, I'm running void now, but now I guess I'll I'll run, you know, arc, or so. Yeah, right. right. Yes, hundred. Yes, absolutely. which which to your your point is a much smaller thing to tweak mm-hmm. because honestly, yeah. too, if you were just like, well, I like these grenades normally, but this helps these grenades. All right, like it's just like one thing. Yeah, you just click it, whatever. You're done. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> So I mean I appreciate that for this game that it is though it's like there's no ambiguity it's like you get the game you've got everything you can do right um mm-hmm. and then it's just a matter of you know you've you've got different character slots and you can play with the gear and the and the skills and all that stuff um you know I think that the you know the other thing about the skill tree is that I mean there it's very clear from looking at the tree that this is not this is not something where you're going to try to um, put points in a whole bunch of different no. branches. Like you really have to decide. Yeah, it's okay, top, middle, or bottom. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. Um, because otherwise, you're just going to end up being completely ineffective. And it's yep. like you know, sometimes that that really works, and and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, there's 
you know, the d- different games kind of allow for that kind of, you know, jack of all trades uh, mm-hmm. mentality, and and some games don't. So, you know, it'll just kind of be interesting to see, you know, as as folks, you know, kind of get in groups with other people, you know, whether or not that it's not it's not necessarily it's a it's not rigidity it's just like they want you to kind of commit um yeah you know whether that works so um i mean i enjoyed it i i'm looking forward to the main game and oddly enough it made me want to play borderlands which is funny because you know when <laughs> borderlands 3 came out i mean i'm not a big randy pitchford fan uh and i've you know um so when Borderlands 3 came out, and there was this whole thing about, like, you know, the folks at Gearbox who had been promised certain bonuses, and then they were like, well, we didn't, you know, they kind of withheld mm. it, but then Randy Pitchford ended up still making a shit ton of money, and that shit doesn't fly with me. Um, and I was just like, fuck that. And then it was like, well, it's Borderlands, but it's more of the same. And I'm like, I've played so much Borderlands at this point that I was, like, kind of not willing to really kind of drop that kind of money on it mm. at the time. And I remember, you know, that you picked it up uh, pretty cheap. Um, yeah, like ten bucks. Yeah, I bought two and copies. So, I bought me and me and Hook both got copies. Yeah, like twenty dollars. So it, it kind of fell off my radar, but those was playing this game. I was like, you know, it kind of made me think like the aesthetic. Not it's not cell shaded, but some kind of this like grimy folks living in this like underground bunker or whatever, and then the kind of the sense of humor. It, I was going to say the sense of humor absolutely is more. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of got me thinking about Borderlands. I was like, "Fuck, man, I would, I actually would like to play Borderlands again." And so, you know, and Sean, of course, is a huge Borderlands fan. Like the only two right. games that, sh- the three games Sean will pay money for, <laughs> is uh, Destiny, uh, Borderlands, and um, Ghost Recon. Yeah. <laughs> um, which you know, for Breakpoint, not a exactly what we would call a winning proposition, but. Um, mm. Uh, so, you know, you know, when I kind of mentioned that in the discord, he was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. You know, like, <laughs> and so it was the, my quarterly Gamefly holiday where, you know, so every, if you're a Gamefly subscriber and you've been one for a while, every quarter, they'll give you $5. And there's one day every quarter where the $5 you just got and the $5 that are about to expire are available on the same day. Mm. And so if you, you know, manage to manage your queue correctly or they're having a sale, you've got $10 credits while they were having their pre-played blowout sale. So I had $10 in Gamefly credit and I had Borderlands 3 for the Xbox for eight ninety nine. So I was like, that's a fucking no-brainer right there. It is because, you know, it's like, I know they're like you said, there's all this like fuckery around it and stuff like that. It's still a fucking good game though. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, nobody bought it for whatever reason. And I guess a lot of it was, you know, kind of the fuckery. But yeah, um, my thing was, and the reason I haven't played it more uh, is because, you know, I bought it for, for me and Angela to play together. Um, but that was also, like, right when we were moving into this house. Yeah. And it took us months to get internet. Yeah. And the game is fucking unplayable if you don't have internet. Mm. Like, I don't know what the issue is. I yeah. would think it'd be... The opposite, right? Because what is it loading? I have no right. idea. Right. But like, it was unplayable with no internet. Yeah, yeah. 
So so I'm hoping it comes, you know, tomorrow, but, you know, we'll see. So I'm kind of interested to see. And I was looking through the classes, and I was like, which one's a siren? Because I don't give a shit about anything that's <laughs> not a siren. Her, 16 arms, done. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> you know, I kind of, I do the thing I always do. I look for the one I think looks the coolest, and then it happened to be Flack. So I, I've played with Flack, and I really like him, so. I, I was a siren in, in, in OG Borderlands when, when Petey and I would, would run around mm. and he was a soldier and throw down turrets and whatnot. Yeah, I was and, always the soldier guy with the turrets. But Yeah, and then... This time um, I'm a robot who commands big dogs. And I'm into <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Fuck yeah, go get him, Fido. I'm going to hang back. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so so I mean that the Outriders demo is still available. There, it's a very generous demo. There's a there's a about three hours of content. You've got multiple character slots. You can try out all the classes, and then I mean it's like access to the demo is open for like a month. So mm. I mean, there's really no reason uh, not to play it and kind of see. Uh, oh yeah, if, no. if it's your jam, I think everyone should try it because it's like I said. I mean, it, it it's for me, it's like a. It's like Gears of War married to Anthem. Yeah. But you don't you don't fly. But like the play style mm-hmm. and even like the controls and even the movement. It's... <laughs> yeah, when I was playing at one point, uh, I was in the street and I walked up to like a waist high wall. It's like, ah, Gears of War, greatest enemy, the three foot <laughs> wall. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> but the 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 other thing uh, I forgot that they had done Gears of War Judgment. Gears of War Judgment had the best weapon in the entire Gears of War series. It was this like it was essentially like a scout rifle. So it was like mm. a, it was like a not it was not a full sniper, uh, but it was like a like a kind of like a battle rifle with a scope, mm. and that thing fucking wrecked. Yeah. I loved yeah. that gun. <laughs> yep. I can't remember the name of it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So so kind of grab it on your your platform of choice, uh, and uh, and give it a try. Um, and then uh, the only thing, and I'm not gonna really gonna get into it, is I'm I'm playing Hitman Three, and Hitman Three continues to be just, you know, the amount of creativity that goes into these levels. Oh my God! It's, it's just amazing. Un- yeah, I mean it, it. It's unparalleled. Like it's, it's yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually feel bad that I don't play Hitman the way that clearly they intend you to play well, Hitman. That's, that's kind of the thing for Hitman, though, right? They make it kind of over the top. You're welcome to play it, you know, and be straight up like you know an assassin. But also, you can put on a fucking clown costume and fucking throw apples at people and shit. So well, just just the fact that like I don't go back and do all the mission stories and try, get all the challenges and all that mm. stuff. Like I I always feel bad that I'm like God. They just put so much effort into making <laughs> all of these amazing little mini yep. systems within a level that all come together perfectly and I just I do the mission and I'm like all right I'm they're done I'm moving on. Uh, yeah. But you know I think that you know it it's a it's a level of creativity just on a different type. You know I mean obviously the game looks great and you know all that stuff but it's like that you know that kind of like it's almost like like these people's just spent their entire childhood playing Clue and just trying to find out these like elaborate like you know 
whatever, like Professor Plum in the office with the pipe. Okay, how do we figure out right. what do we have to put together to make it so that you can kill her in the office with a pipe? Okay, and now you're, you know, Colonel Mustard in the kitchen, you know, with the rat poison. Okay, well, how do we put it together? Like all of that, that stuff. Mm. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm whenever I play these games, I'm always just amazed at how they can like put all of this stuff together that all comes together perfectly and sometimes it clicks and you're able to take advantage of this stuff and sometimes it doesn't and it's a bloodbath <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, but uh yeah so um and then as far as i'm trying to think what i mean i think for me like outriders is probably kind of the next thing i'm not sure like what's actually coming out i do i still have that werewolf game i just haven't started it yet because mm. cool. of other stuff so um, yeah but uh yeah all right so uh it's been episode 116 and uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us uh we'll have plenty to talk about um in the next couple weeks there's certainly um especially now that we're getting into march uh we're gonna oh. start getting Snyder Cut. All that, uh, yeah, all Call this uh, H- HBO Max hotness. Mm-hmm. Um, so there will, there will definitely be uh, plenty to uh, talk about. So um, whatever it is we decide to talk about in the next couple of weeks, hopefully you will be here with us, and we will go back to our normal Sunday morning show uh, for our next episode. But uh, thanks for hanging out with us on this, for us, Thursday night, for you, hopefully Friday morning. Uh, we appreciate you uh, spending time with us as you kick off your weekend, and we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next couple weeks. So for myself and Mitch, this has been episode 116. Thank you so much for hanging out, and uh, we look forward to spending some time with you soon. So thank you again. Good night, and have a good evening.